Welcome to Fuel for Life. This is Dan, and in a moment I'm going to share a message with you that I shared with my Revival Now community here in Marysville, Ohio. But before I do, I want to just make sure that you know how you can find us. Uh, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook at Revival Now Dan Steep. Revival Now Dan Steep. That's S T E E P E. You can also find us on our website at revivalnow.com. I want to make sure that everybody has an opportunity to partner with us financially as we reach a million souls with the gospel of Jesus Christ. You can partner with us uh, by going online to revivalnow.com forward slash invest now and follow the prompts. You can text RN Give to 888. 888- Three six four 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 eight three. You can search for us on Cash App at dollar sign RN Give. Search for us at PayPal at RN Give. And if you prefer to to use check payment, you can make your checks out to Revival Now and mail them to two twenty Buckeye Street, Marysville, Ohio, four three zero. Four zero. Now I'm going to share with you about keeping your heart tender before God and man. Why is that important? Well, we need Holy Spirit power today like never before. And this message talks about how we can keep our hearts soft and receptive to Holy Spirit. So I hope you enjoy this message that I shared with our Revival Now community recently. I hope it's a blessing to you. And remember, God loves you, and so do I. God is good, amen? Raise your hand if you have witnessed God's faithfulness to you already in 2021. I just thank him for dry bones living again. I sense within my spirit that there are those even in this room who have wondered when, Lord, and how, Lord, and Will it ever, Lord? And you're beginning to experience that and see that. Blessed is the one who believes, though not seeing. Amen? Amen? Because that's where most of us find ourselves. Believing while not seeing. Contending for. um, Not striving in a negative way, but really seeking to um, contend and um, stay encouraged. Amen? I'm going to be sharing a message on that, uh, I'm, I think, next week's live stream on Thursday. How many people have uh, taken in the live stream? Putting you on the spot now. So, in, in case you don't know, you can go to our website, revivalnow.com, and we're streaming right from our website, but we're also streaming, streaming from YouTube and Facebook at Revival Now Dan Steep. We ask everybody to, um, you know, subscribe, all that good stuff, right? Like, share, follow. 
Maybe not in that exact order, but you know. Uh, we really appreciate that. And because um, I, I, anyway, I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, just, just um, staying encouraged, doing like David said. Uh, well, David didn't say it, but the Bible says that he strengthened himself in the Lord. Amen? So, sometimes um, nobody can do that for you. Amen? And sometimes nobody will. It's just, right? But you're not alone, right? He'll never leave you or forsake you. Sometimes, though, you just have to dig down, double down, pull up your big boy and girl pants, right? And bless the Lord. Speak to your own soul, right? Why so downcast, O my soul? Put your hope in God. What great advice. Amen? And I'm not here just trying to cheerlead you. I know that at that very moment, it like, seems like the hardest thing in the world to do. But we, we do. We make it, and by an act of the will, we make a choice to bless him with whatever we have. Maybe I'm at 15% today, but I'm going to give him my 15%. Can I get an amen? amen? Amen. Thank you, Lord. Well, it has nothing to do with what I wanted to share with you tonight. I just, just wanted to release that. How do you stay tender-hearted before God and man? By show of hands, who would be so honest as to say that that's a challenge? And everyone breathing said amen, right? Well, there's a scripture in 1 John chapter 3, verses 20 and 21. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll through a few scriptures this evening. This one says, as 1 John 3, 20 to 21, For if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and knows all things. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence toward God. So, what is it that condemns us? It's our hearts. Our hearts condemn us. Now, well, I won't skip ahead on that. So, it, what is our, our heart? In, in Scripture, the heart represents your spirit, your inner man. It's the place within you that is renewed when you're born again. Amen? We're born with a spirit, a soul, and a body. And when, when we're born again, our body hasn't changed, and our soul still has a whole lot of battling going on because the woundedness that happens to you in your life lodges in the soul, the mind, the will, and the emotions. Our heart is renewed. Our spirit man, inner man, as the Bible says. That's really important because the Bible says that God is spirit. And actually how he communicates with us is from his spirit to our spirit. He communicates from his spirit to the renewed place within us. So what condemns us? It's, it's our conscience, our heart, our spirit. There are nine functions, I won't go into all that tonight, of the human spirit, and one of those is providing a good conscience. So the human spirit, when whole and healthy, one of the nine functions of that human spirit 
is to provide a good conscience. So it's the heart, the, the spirit, the conscience, the inner man that condemns us, right? It's not God. Amen? Romans 8, 1. There is therefore no condemnation, right, for those who are in Christ Jesus. So it's not God who condemns, and it's not Holy Spirit who condemns. Amen? John 14, 16. Jesus said, I will ask the Father, this is in the Amplified Version, and he'll give you another comforter, and it lists all these different aspects of this Holy Spirit comforter. Counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, and standby. He'll give you another comforter that he will remain with you forever. So Holy Spirit's not a condemner, amen, but a comforter. In fact, condemnation has as its source, it is from the accuser. It's from Satan. The Bible says he's the accuser of the brethren, amen? Revelation 12, 10. Well, why am I talking about all this? Because Jesus said in Luke 6, 45, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good. An evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil. Everybody say it together with me now. For out of the abundance of a man's heart, his mouth speaks. Out of the abundance of one's heart, their mouth speaks. We're talking about staying tender-hearted before God and before man. As evidenced by your honesty and your show of hands tonight, um, we, know, we understand that that's a challenge in general. Uh, how many would agree with me that uh, in 2021 that challenge went up a little bit? Or 2020? Let's, let, I'm getting ahead of myself. 2020, right? Challenge went up a little bit. 2021, challenge has gone up a little bit. It's important. It's, it's a big deal. Um, I'm, I, I've been trying to, whether it's podcasts or uh, the live stream on Thursday or when we come together at our gatherings, I've been trying to give us things that will help us be successful in the new year, but which really just, it's just a, it's a date on a calendar from this day forward, right? And remaining tender-hearted before God and before man is, is a critical piece. If you read your Bible a little bit, you know that we are, we're, we're, the Bible says that we're to be in the world, but not of the world. How do you, how do you, um, maintain that position while being active and involved with your heart's passion, and in this case, uh, standing for the, the uh, you know, potentially the last life of our republic as we know it. It, it matters. Nobody wants our republic as we know it to go away and for socialism to take over. And that's, that's, that's a hot-button issue. I mean, it's a hot-button issue even if you don't even think that that's what's going on. But we have to remember, remain tender-hearted toward God and toward man. And we each have to 
find that line. And, you know, every now and then, I mean, you know, you're, you're out there in, in the world with me. You're, you're on social media and whatever. And you can tell, you can feel it when somebody crosses it. Right? And sometimes you can cross it with a good point in the way that you do it. I, I'm, I'm not, like, listen, I'm not here to, like, judge or condemn on this thing because, like, everybody truly has to find um, their equilibrium. And, and different people have different callings and purposes for being here and gifts and all of those things. So... Um, I'm, I'm, not, uh, I'm not one of those people who think the church should stay out of politics. You, you, if you've been around me, you'd already know that, but there's you know, a couple people that don't know me, so I, I, I'm not that person at all, but um, as a general rule, We're to be involved in a, at a minimum, a slightly different way. And all I mean by that is in the world but not of it. Allegiance first and foremost to Christ, right? Have a K for kingdom next to your name, not a D or an R. Amen? Because they all suck. Tenderhearted toward God and toward man. And think about this with me for a moment. If you're having a hard time having a tender heart toward God, how do you think your heart's going to be toward man? I'm telling you, our vertical relationship with God mirrors our horizontal relationship with our fellow man. Therefore, if you're having a hard time being tenderhearted toward your fellow man, see, we're more sensitive and aware of that, right? Then you've got issues with God. I'm not saying he doesn't love you. I'm not saying he hasn't forgiven you. I'm not saying he's going to leave you or forsake. I'm just saying, right, to be in the world and not of it, and to be salt and light, amen, to be something different, injecting something different into the world that we live in, it requires us to have a relationship with God unhindered and unfettered by a hardness of heart. And I think it's really important because a hardness of heart can begin very subtly. I honestly think that for most people, it begins without them even knowing it. And it affects us, and we can find ourselves in a, with a condition of a hard heart without even knowing it. How many people, just, just for fun, you, you, you would say that, yeah, there's been a time in my life that I had a hard heart and I didn't know it. Amen. And now the easy one, right, is uh, I know somebody that's had a hard heart and didn't know it. Of course, you know, we, of, right? I mean, I love the, the honesty and transparency of, of, our, of our crowd tonight. Um, so, so it matters because out of the abundance of the heart proceeds from our mouth. And so 
in 1 Thessalonians 5, 19 to 22, and I really just wanted to read 22, but I, I thought verses 19 leading up to verse 22 are really appropriate. Actually, I just wanted verse 19, sorry. Do not quench the Spirit. Who's heard that before? Uh, do not despise prophecies. Uh, that's appropriate today. Test all things. Hold fast to what is good. Is that a very like practical advice for us today? How about abstain from every form of evil? I'm, you know, I always, I'm, how do I say this? In, in full disclosure and honesty, most of my life I read that uh, abstain from all forms of evil. I think the King James says every appearance of evil. And maybe it's the appearance word that got me. But I, I, I kind of just thought more about that in terms of outward things that I see, say, or do. Maybe not see, but say or do. Uh, avoiding all appearance of evil. But I, I kind of like what the New King James says. Abstain from every form of evil. Could you travel this, this little journey with me uh, you know, in, in your imagination and, and imagine that if my heart, my heart becomes hard, that's a form of evil? I'm not saying you're evil and I'm evil. I'm just saying something evil is happening. A form of evil. But, but the, the verse, verse 19, is what really drew me to this that I want to mention to you. Do not quench the Spirit. I remember my wife could tell you, you know, my dad, when we first got saved, uh, he spent time with us, you know, try, uh, discipling us um, the best he knew how. It wasn't really a, a thing, really like a program or a, a focus. But, you know, he would get together with us as new believers and read the Bible with us and talk with us and pray with us. And he said to me, very early on, he said, Danny, whatever you do, because I was Danny, until I had a daughter named Danielle that everybody called Danny, I was Danny. And then she came along, and suddenly my family started calling me Dan, but, right? <laughs> Danny, whatever you do, don't quench the spirit. How many of you have heard me tell that story before, right? So it seemed like good advice. I got it, and he talked, he expounded on it, and like, okay, Dad, like, okay, message received. And, and so... You know, I set out to never knowingly quench the Spirit, although I have. I set out to not intend to quench the Spirit, although I did. But I always thought about quenching the Spirit as more of like doing something God wouldn't want me to do. You know, like Acts of sin, A-C-T-S. But I've become more con uh, concerned with the condition of sin than the acts of sin, though they matter. But what I realize is that if my, if my heart becomes hardened, then... I'm, I'm going to quench the Spirit if I'm not already. 
Is that, is that pretty simple math for you guys? You know, I, and, and my heart can be, start to get hard without me knowing it, and it can, it can even become hard without me knowing it. Or I can find myself somewhere there in the process between beginning to get hard or a hardened heart. And, and the thing is, if you have a hard heart and you don't know it, it's, it's at times, like, it can be difficult to convince you that your heart is hard. I remember I went through something many years ago in my, my um, supervising pastor over the state of Louisiana where I was at. We were out golfing, and I guess we were talking about it. And I don't, the only thing I remember from the conversation is, you know, he's well-seasoned in years, you know, good guy, going on to be with the Lord. And we're, we're going along in the golf cart, and I said, I'm not bitter. <laughs> he said, well, Dan, I really think you are. You know, and, and now that I think about it, probably most times when somebody says they're not bitter, they actually are, right? But so that's why this whole thing about guarding our heart and and contending, because like we all have big items that we want to accomplish in our life, don't we? You can. I'm totally speaking from experience. You can get so focused on the big agenda items and not guard your heart and sabotage the items. So the Apostle Paul urged the church in Thessalonica to not quench the spirit. But here is... Coming down the home stretch here, 1 Timothy 4.2. Again, a, appropriate verse for today. That's kind of a dumb statement, actually. Isn't every verse in the Bible appropriate for the day? But Okay, anyway. Now, the Spirit expressly says that in latter times, some will depart from the faith. We in latter times? Amen. Some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons, speaking lies in hypocrisy. Here's what I wanted to say. Having their own conscience seared with a hot iron. So if we're not careful, our heart can be seared. Now you guys get the whole concept of searing? I mean, I'm not a... Chef, but I know how they can sear the steak on one side or the other. And, you know, I'm, I'm like very much not a hot drink drinker. Like, I don't drink coffee, but when I get together with friends like Jordan and Pastor Christine and so forth, I order hot tea. And then I have to blow on it and wait till halfway through our conversation before I can even deal with it and that but I it just amazes me how so many other people I see they just take it and they just drink it and I'm like I don't know but I suppose if I committed myself to the process I could sear things in there enough <laughs> that has to be what's happened right how else I mean I don't know but not a biologist but that's what I think so your, 
our hearts can become seared. And so I, I would suggest to you today, and this is like a big mistake of all preachers, is like every Sunday we, we think we're preaching the most important thing you could ever hear. You know, but it feels like it. Right? What could be more important than guarding your heart? Because out of the heart, the mouth speaks. Out of the abundance of the heart. Abundance. You can have an abundance of good stuff. You could have an abundance of bad stuff. Or you could have a war of 50-50 waging within you. Right? And that's really confusing for the people around you. Because, right, that's like James talking about can salt water or fresh water come out of the same place. Right? But, like, you're talking to somebody one moment and... And it's the good, and then, you know, 30 minutes later, it's the bad. And they're like, you know, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, or what's going on? So here it is, Proverbs 4.23. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. Because in a very real sense, your conscience or your heart, or your inner man is the voice of, this, of the Holy Spirit because the Spirit speaks to us from spirit to spirit. It's kind of like um, making sure that the soil of your heart is always cultivated to receive the implanted Word of God, right? It's, it's, you got to keep your heart tender and soft. That's why, you know, I, I thought this was um, very appropriate not only because it's Still, we would say the first part of the year. But if you're traveling on this 21-day fast with us um, that runs through the 22nd, um, you know, Pastor Shannon laid it out that, you know, the first week you would focus basically on yourself, um, second week on family, next week on nation and God. And so you've come through, many of us have come through a week of, you know, really laying ourselves out there before God. And I, I, I believe, without even really having conversations with any of you, I believe that your heart is more tender today than it was a, a week ago. Because I just know the process that, that generally kind of happens when we fast. We get physically weaker. We take in more of him. And... You know, by week two, week three, I mean, that's, that's why um, you, you just get more sensitive to the Spirit when you, when, you're, when you travel through a journey, an extended journey of fasting. And, but I think, honestly, you're just getting more sensitive in general. And we're getting tireder and weaker and less resistant, right? So... From this day forward, yeah, as you move through the fast, but, but don't let it be a January thing. Um, be diligent to guard your heart. You know, I get it. Like, you know, try to, you know, when you're sharing things on social media or whatever, you know, I try to share information that I don't think people are going to get from the primary sources of information in our country. Uh, I try to share different perspectives and thoughts, but I don't attack. And I never suggest that somebody is less than because they don't think or see it the way I do. Amen? 
because I got to have to guard my heart. And I got in a little, like, uh, a limited um, Facebook spat with, I think it was one of Brian's friends. Do you remember that, Brian? And at some point, I was like, I can't do this and be a Christian. I can't, you know. I, I can, so I just, I just let him have the last word, you know. Is that me agreeing? No, but, I mean, I, I'm just going to completely, you know, I can't, I can't, I'm not allowed to completely blow my witness. I'm not allowed to, I, I have to be in the world, but not of it. And honestly, I stepped out of bounds with my initial comment. It just, you know, it's funny because you say like it's something slipped out, but you know, you actually have to do something, <laughs> you know, but some, somehow, man, it was just there, it's set, you know. It's not worth it. It's not worth it when the spirit can be quenched. A heart can be hardened and, as the scripture says, seared. And so, and, and you know, some of us have different anointings uh, upon us to, to get out and, and mix it. And that's cool. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying everybody be like me. I'm not saying I'm the only one right in the only way. I think some people are anointed of God to speak out and speak forth um, in, in ways that others of us really aren't, and that's okay. Whatever, whatever, however, and whatever, just guard your heart. Amen? Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. This is the last scripture that I want to share with you is, okay, how do we, let, let's say, um, you know, you recognize your heart's gotten harder, hardened, or maybe, you know, it's been seared. Like, who, you know, where do you do? Where do you go, right? You just go to God, right? 1 John 1, 9 was written to believers. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That was written to a Christian church. So that's all you have to do. Confess it, and he'll cleanse you. Amen? Matthew 7, 11, If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? That's our God. Confess it. He's not looking for a reason to withhold it. He's a good father, a loving father. Open arms with a heart to see you restored and healthy and whole. So that's what I want to leave with you today. Take that with you into 2021. Amen? Amen. Let's be different. Not, not different weird. Let's be different. Let's be different amazing. that we would reflect him and draw people to him. Would you bow your heads with me? Father, I thank you for each person in this room. I thank you for the privilege uh, to come together, to worship you, to fellowship together, to, to be encouraged. I thank you, Father, for the potential that 
resides within each person in this room. And I want to see your potential uh, released through us in 2021 and beyond. I pray for myself and everyone, God, that you would give us a, a special grace and, and a special eye and focus toward guarding our hearts this year. And for any and every place where our heart has become hardened or seared, we ask you to forgive us for choosing to deal with whatever the hurt or whatever the wound was. Please forgive us for dealing with that with, by doing more sin and more evil and responding in the flesh and hardening our hearts. I ask you, Holy Spirit, to hover over this room in your creative anointed, anointed power and soften us. And we're, we're trusting you that as we participate in your softening and grooming of our hearts, that you'll open the doors You'll provide the means. You'll make the way for our heart's desires. For out of the abundance of our hearts will flow the desires of our hearts and not bitterness and wrath and malice. In Jesus' name we pray. And all God's people said, amen.